It's very common that people will discuss whether it is God's will to heal us. But have you considered how important it is for our will to be healed? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today on the Be Healed Podcast. God bless everybody. Thank you for listening. The Be Healed Podcast is a ministry of the Gospel Mission Network, and it is all about helping you to understand God's biblical promise to heal. So you can expect interviews and testimonies and teachings all aimed to equip you and to build your faith. If this is your first time listening to the Be Healed Podcast, I want to welcome you. We're honored to have you with us today. And as always, I'd like to encourage you to share this podcast with others who will benefit from it. Well, let's get ready to jump into the teaching today to discuss how important our will is in the healing process. Certainly one of the greatest assumptions about somebody praying for healing is that, well, they want to be healed. It would be an assumption that would make a lot of sense. But the question is, how badly do they want to be healed? How deeply do they desire to be made whole? And believe it or not, there are many people who say they want to be healed, but their will to be healed is not very strong. Now, this could be for a number of reasons, and many of which are completely understandable. Some people have been sick so long, they're just plain used to it. And they've settled in and said, well, I guess that's my life. I could live with this. Others have thought erroneously that if they live with the sickness and they live in suffering, they are somehow being faithful to God and they are embracing their sickness because they believe it's God's will and they don't necessarily have a strong desire to get well because they think they have to have this problem for the glory of God. Other people may even get to the point, very sadly, that they want to give up, that they've suffered too long, it's been too difficult, and something inside of them has just given up. In this situation, they are no longer seeking to be healed, they're no longer uh, desiring to be healed, they rather desire to just end everything, uh, leave earth, and sometimes uh, this happens even in the life of a Christian that says, I just want to go home to be with Jesus. So there are many reasons why a person may come to a place where their will or their desire to be healed is deeply, deeply, deeply compromised. Now, I want to tell you that these are only among the many reasons why uh, a person may not want to or really fervently seek healing. So the first thing that I want to share is that every one of these attitudes, every one of these situations, and all situations that would cause us to not deeply desire to want to be healed and pursue it are not from God. You see, God desires for us to be healed. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to go through a terrible, terrible suffering, to bear the stripes, the sufferings, the wounds on his back so we can be healed. You can find that text in Isaiah chapter 53, verses 4 and 5. 
God deeply, deeply desires for us to be healed. And anytime our desire or our will is not matching the Father's will, we know there is the deception of the enemy on some level. In Matthew chapter 8, it says in verse 1, When he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. You see, the Bible clearly says that it was God's will for him to be healed. So adversity, difficulty, delay in your blessing, many different things are not good indicators whether it is or is not God's will to be healed. But where there is a lack of clarity of God's will, the human being may very frequently fall into deception from the enemy. So the very first thing that we all need to do is make sure that we are rejecting these kinds of scenarios in our mind. And even emotionally, we need to reject the discouragement and any view that would separate us from strong agreement with God concerning our healing. Our will is vital in the healing process. And God wants us not just to desire it, but literally to desire it with all that we have, with all that we are. We should have an absolute strong attitude that says, God, I desire what you have provided for me. I desire to be healed. Jacob in the Old Testament in Genesis chapter 32, verse 26, speaks to God in a dire situation. And in verse 26, it says, and he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. <laughs> Jacob said, I'm not going to let go of you, God, until you bless me. This was a strong uh, desire to receive from the Lord. God is looking for his sons and daughters to do the same thing today. God loves it when we pursue what he bled for. Let me say that again. God loves it when we pursue what he bled for. But faith and courage press through the crowds. Faith and courage and a strong desire to become well looks at adversity and says, I'm not stopping. I'm not letting up. I am going to continue. I am going to pursue I am going to lay hold of what you did for me, God. I'm not letting anything stop me. I am going to have your healing become a reality in my life because you love me, you died for me, and you did everything to provide this for me. And God is going to move mountains for people who are going to press through the crowd like the woman who had a flow of blood. She pressed through the adversity to get to Jesus. Let's go to a piece of scripture in Luke chapter 5, which really illustrates the power of going after God's blessing 
in Jesus Christ to heal. We're going to take a look at Luke chapter 5, and we're going to begin with verse 17. The Bible reads, Now it happened on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then, behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Rise up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who is paralyzed, I say to you, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. Okay, this text in the scripture, in Luke 5, verses 17 to 26, is such a powerful example that God loves it when we press through with a strong will to be healed. You see, there was a big crowd, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The provision of God was there. But these men were carrying this paralyzed guy, and they sought to get to Jesus. Now, we don't know how far they traveled, but we know that it must not have been easy to carry an individual. And when they saw that they could not get to Jesus, there were too many people in the room. The crowd was too big. They did not turn away. They did not sit outside. They did not even sit by a window. They busted through the roof. They literally removed the tiling of the roof to get to Jesus. I don't know about you, but I really believe that demonstrates a strong will to be as close to Jesus as possible. And I love this reality that Jesus is there in the house. He knows that these men are busting through the roof. There must have been noise inside the house. It must have been, at least to a certain degree, disruptive. Here Jesus is speaking and teaching the people, they're listening, and there's a rustling on the roof, there's men who are walking on it, and there's a deconstruction of the roof happening, and it must have been big enough for them to lower down the body, which means it wasn't a small hole. They, it, it says that they let him down with his bed through the tiling. In other words, there would have been at some point, everybody looking at the roof. What's going on here? What's happening? Who's doing this? Why is it happening? And when there was a little hole, they must have seen the faces. They must have seen the bed. 
And it would have been something that would have been a notable happening in that meeting. And could you imagine them lowering the bed down into what verse 19 says, the midst before Jesus? Oh, I absolutely love it. Not only did they have to walk, they had to carry him. Not only did they carry him, they had to climb a house. Not only did they climb the house, they busted a roof open and removed tilings. And then they lowered the man before Jesus. Jesus did not stop them. Jesus allowed them to continue the process of working through the obstacle to get to him. To me, this speaks volumes. Jesus was allowing them to get close. Jesus was watching their will, their desire, their faith go into action so that they could receive what they wanted. Now, once they're in the house, the Bible says in verse 20, when he, speaking about Jesus, saw their faith, he said to him, man, your sins are forgiven you. Did you catch it? He saw their faith. How is it that somebody can see faith? Is faith visible? Well, it was that day to Jesus. The reason is that it was their faith that caused them to bust through the roof. It was their faith that caused them to be persistent. It was their faith that caused them to overcome the obstacle. It was their faith that put this man right in the midst before Jesus. I want to tell you that when you believe Jesus Christ, when you believe the Word of God, and you are set in your heart to receive from Jesus Christ, nothing is going to stop you. I want to encourage every single person listening to this today. Maybe you've been discouraged. Maybe you're on the brink of giving up, but I want to tell you, do not do it. Do not give up. Jesus loves it when you persevere, and I want to encourage your faith that it doesn't matter if you have to open up a roof and get to Jesus. When you get to Jesus, he's going to meet you, and he's going to meet you with his power. The Bible says that Jesus immediately spoke to him in verse 20. He says, man, your sins are forgiven you. It was immediate that Jesus released his blessing to this man because this man was ready to receive. This man had faith to get to Jesus. I don't know exactly what created this kind of expectation, this kind of faith, but I know that it was there, not just of this man, but also of the friends who carried him. Think of it, they're the ones who had to do the climbing, the carrying, and the removing of the tiles. What a powerful reality that when not only you, but your friends are with you, that you together will go after Jesus. Jesus is telling us through his word, don't let anything stop you from getting to me. Let your faith bust through circumstances so that you can receive from Jesus. This man's sins were forgiven. This man's paralysis was immediately healed. The man takes up his bed and went to his house. 
Isn't it awesome? He was carried there, but he walked home. He was lowered down through the roof, but later he takes the bed that he used to lie on and he went home to his house. Now, there were others who were in the room. There were others who were next to Jesus, but the healing is reported to miraculously have happened to the one who had a strong desire to be healed. So I'd like to ask you today, what is the measurement of your will? Have you slipped back into kind of an apathetic attitude that says, well, yeah, I'd like to be healed, but I have these things blocking me. If that's you, today, confess it, repent from it, and allow the Word of God to begin to create a new level of expectation. If you have been under your circumstances for healing, get out from under them and go to Jesus and do it with all your heart, with all your mind. Now, praise God, you don't necessarily have to bust through a roof. But what is important is that you would pursue Jesus through the word. I've had people tell me before, well, pastor, I can't read. My eyes aren't strong. This is where your will has to kick in and say, well, I'll listen to an audio version of the Bible. I'll have somebody read it to me. In other words, you press in, press through, allow your desire to do it. Now, I've met some people before also who say, I can't get to the healing meeting. I'm in too much pain. Or I couldn't get to church because it's kind of difficult because of this, this, and all these reasons come. But when I consider the doctor's office, I meet these same people who say, I went to the doctor. Well, if you had enough energy to go to the doctor, how is it you did not have enough energy to get into the presence of the Lord that was ready to heal? Oh, we need to have a strong, hungry desire for healing. We need to pursue it with everything. Don't tolerate sickness in your life. Don't tolerate pain in your life. Don't tolerate that injury in your life. Declare, I'm going to lay hold of this blessing. Do what Jacob did. Lord, I won't let go of you until you bless me. Present yourself to him. The Bible even says that there were some who begged Jesus to heal them. You can find this in Matthew chapter 14, verses 35 and 36. They begged Jesus to help. The blind man in Mark chapter 10, blind Bartimaeus, was somebody who cried out to Jesus. He cried out, son of David, have mercy on me. In other words, you see consistently the people that cry out, that press through, that lower friends down the, the roof are the kinds of people that walk away with the healing. I want to tell you, let's have a shift. Let's have a Holy Spirit shift. And let's declare, Lord, I desire that you would fill me with such a desire and, 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 a, and a resiliency and a persistence that, Lord, I won't let go of you until you heal me. It is this attitude that is going to destroy the work of the devil in your life. 
The devil doesn't want you to go after Jesus with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. He wants you to sit back in that lazy chair. He wants you to remain in the bed. He wants you to remain comfortable. He doesn't want you to get ask friends to bring you to a healing meeting. He doesn't want you to get up and say, I'm going to get what God died for me to have. No, he wants you to give up. But today, you're going to declare no more. Today, you're going to allow that desire to be rekindled. Today, you're going to declare, I'm going after what God has for me. And praise the Lord, today will be your day that you can receive healing. Today will be the day that you get the breakthrough. And that's what God is desiring in your life. So I'm going to pray for you right now for there to be this shift in your heart, in your mind, in your whole life. Father, I thank you that you are compassionate. I thank you that you know the adversity that we have dealt with. And Lord, some people listening right now have had a lot of adversity, and they're tired, and they're discouraged, and they're hopeless in some cases. Lord, many have given up, even though they don't say it. And Lord, today I pray for a shift in their hearts and their minds. That Lord, discouragement would become destroyed. Lord, that you would kindle through your Holy Spirit a new, fresh, hope-filled desire for them to receive healing. Lord, I pray that they will pray the tenacious, persistent prayers like you spoke of in Luke chapter 18. Lord, that widow was persistent. And Lord, you taught us that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. So Father, I thank you today that through the power of your Holy Spirit, you are going to create roof busters. And Lord, that you will create the people and encourage the people, Lord God, to be able to break through every ounce of adversity. Lord, I pray today that they taste your healing power. I pray that they will exercise their will. They will exercise their determination. They will exercise their own strong desire to get healed. And Lord, I pray for their healing right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, that they would receive it now. Father, I pray for every ailment, every sickness, every injury to literally disappear. Father, for the ailment to depart in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, that they would receive what you died for on the cross. Lord, I pray that each one will receive the forgiveness of their sins by believing that you are the Son of God, that you were raised from the dead by the Father on the third day. Lord, I pray that their faith will become very strong. And Lord, that right now, in the name of Jesus, they will receive your compassionate touch right now in the name of Jesus. I command that sickness and the root of it to depart in the authority of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Well, praise God. I pray that you will continue to expect God to do what he desires to do and that each day you'll make a decision to strongly pursue what God desires to do. That means that your will will match 
the Father's will. Well, I pray you've been blessed by this today. Again, share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get connected to our ministry, the Gospel Mission Network, I encourage you to just send the word healing to 94000. Again, text the word healing to 94000. Many blessings to you, and we look forward to speaking with you next week. This is Steve Hannett on the Be Healed Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed Podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of the Gospel Mission Network, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.